In May 2011, two high school friends and self-identifying film buffs saw the movie Thor together in theaters. These men promptly went their separate ways and mysteriously didn't communicate for a decade. Today, still obsessed with movies, they reunite as podcasters of fortune with a mission to tackle the movies and debates they missed out on for 10 years. On this podcast, there are always... Catching Up. It, it, we're, we're back in December uh, 2021. It's Dece- Monday, December 20th. Uh, and this last weekend, a little movie called Spider-Man No Way Home came out. Are we, are we, are we going to No Way Home? Are we no. just bypassing the other Daniel Craig movie? No, no, no. no, no, no I, I was saying, but before we get to that, before we get to okay. that, uh, the other little movie of the year uh, starring Daniel Craig, no, no Time to Die, the final entry in the, the, the Craigverse of the James Bond saga. I, I thought it was great. Uh, I got to see it with my dad. I've got I've taken my dad to see every one of the Daniel Craig James Bond films. So I'm glad that I got to take him to go see this one. I think this is my second favorite of the uh, the Daniel Craig Bond okay. films. Casino Royale is is my favorite. My the thing that I enjoyed probably more than anything was getting out of the movie theater. And then seeing that my No Time to Die cup that I had bought said May 2020. <laughs> that 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 should be a, that should be a collectible. I hope you kept it. I I did. Good. So, and I mean, it was it was nice to just get a collector cup again. It's been, it's been a while <laughs> since I had one of those. Yeah. I I thought it, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought that it. Unlike Spectre, which felt like it was just trying to do like the greatest hits of Bond movies and didn't necessarily feel like it belonged in the universe of the Daniel Craig films, this one felt like a perfect balance of, you know, that more campy side of the James Bond stuff that had come before, along with the the seriousness of the Daniel Craig things that they've, mm. they've done since. It's number three for me. Out of, okay. out of the five, I, I, I put Casino Royale number one, Skyfall number two, uh, then this is the third one, and then then you have Another Way to Die, not Another Way to Die, uh, Quantum, Quantum Solace. Solace, Quantum Solace, and then, yeah, Spectre. Okay, Spectre I'm, I'm glad that we agree that, like, Spectre's the bottom of it, so. I, I, I saw someone else put it, put it like, it's, the, Spectre is the Rise of Skywalker of the Craig era Bond okay. movies. And I think I think that's appropriate. That that movie was just it's not good. No, Mm-mm. Uh, but the, I mean, No Time to Die does a good job of like cleaning up the mess that the the previous movie left it. Um, I, re- I really liked it um, for the most part. Uh, did Did you have any problem with them just straight up killing? No. I didn't. I, I thought it was I thought it was a, a good send-off for him and the like I kinda I kinda knew that was that was coming with, with, with how it how it went. I didn't expect to have the emotional reaction that I had with uh, when Felix was killed. I had that spoiled for me and I was kind of upset. That uh, sucks. But yeah. like I really I think I think Casino Royale may have, may have been the first film I ever saw Jeffrey Wright in. Oh, same. same. And same. so I, he's a, again, you know, we keep mentioning talented actors. He's, he's amazing. I've enjoyed him in everything that he's done that I've seen him do. And I just, I didn't expect to have that reaction. Uh, the revenge kill on that, I, I really enjoyed as well. Oh. <laughs> I had a brother. <laughs> yeah who i'm trying trying to blank on her name uh from knives out anna de armas yes i thought she was fantastic in this film yeah uh um, she she uh, yeah she was the standout yeah that whole um, level sequence was great um that, I mean, I that, got, I, yeah it was so fun that it like was. It, it was like it, it's short too it yes like, it's what 10 10 15 minutes 15 minutes but it's like from the second he he shows up and you see her at the bar it's just like then and then you know them just taking drinks like they have a drink beforehand 
they have a drink and, in the and, and in the middle of the fight yeah there is like <laughs> yeah but you know we were talking about cowboys and aliens and how there wasn't that break there wasn't a whole lot of humor and you know just in that one instance that 15 minute scene you know it had some levity to it um i don't know i i really really enjoyed it all like and and of the like she she brings energy to this movie uh that really no, none of the other movies had that had someone who just like bang yeah just spices things up and she 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 i like the difference you you have bond who's this weathered guy been there done that and then you have her she's like i'm just happy to be here yeah but, but, he, he definitely is he definitely is older and you know you know weathered man because he didn't try to have sex with her so i mean that's very unbond like so um again you know it's just a free flow thing where we're, we're discussing these movies and like what we remember yeah but the opening i absolutely loved i i thought that action sequence was was oh, great. oh, oh okay like and then, not, at not, the not, very not. beginning of it with the explosion at um her tomb yeah the car just i thought uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just glad they acknowledged uh vesper eva green's yes. character um I think it's it's just it's just a nice character moment for Bond saying like I miss you, um, yeah. but also it, it does remind audiences about that character who is superior to the the, the character that, that Bond's with now, like in well, every way. Yeah, <laughs> so that that's that's to the movie's detriment. You should, maybe shouldn't remind us about this. Awesome no, I, I I think it's I think it's a good callback. You know him him moving forward. Because yeah. you you know in the first one you see him you know he's laughing he's a lot more lighthearted and then when she dies it's when he becomes that gruff Daniel Craig Bond that we really you know have gotten to know over the course of the the films so the the other thing was I genuinely enjoyed the henchman in this the, the guy with the eye yeah I thought I thought he did a a great job of living up to the the Bond henchman, Jaws, Odd Job, characters like that. Just the the distinguished feature. Oh, the know, feature. The okay, one. okay. You're, you're not talking about so, like the character. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like he's okay. just he's just a henchman, you know. Yeah. But he's okay. got the and then the way he gets off, I thought was, was it was mind blowing. <laughs> yes. Whatever the line was, it's like, oh, that was great. <laughs> and I I don't know if they did this on purpose. I'm sure they did. It, it made me laugh. I remember when they were discussing Daniel Craig being done with Bond and who the next Bond should be. And Idris Elba kept coming up and they were like, oh, there's never going to be a black Bond. That's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then in this film, 007 is not only African-American, but 007 is a woman. Yeah. And I, I just, I got such a kick out of that because I was like, I know that there's going to be keyboard warriors online yeah. right now that are just losing their minds about it. And it just, it cracked me up. I thought she was fun. I I didn't enjoy her as much as, you know, who we discussed previously, yeah. but. I, I would, I want a spinoff with those two characters. In so that's, that's the thing is like, are we going to continue with, with this universe and i i hope i hope we do i i enjoy q and m in this in this yeah. bond universe and the other characters that we've seen and i i would be perfectly fine if they continued you know making spy movies like this well i i think I, they're i mean they're gonna reboot bond at some point but i think before you do that g give us like one movie with anna de Armas's character and um I can't I, yeah we're, we're bad with this so yeah, what, seven. yeah that was having her who, who was in captain marvel she she was captain marvel's best friend um okay so so i i, I spent the most of that movie trying to figure out like where do i know her from and then it's like oh. is that why she didn't do wandavision or like is that i have no idea did, was there a conflict because i'm spoilers for a tv show that we may discuss later on uh she's killed or she's dead in off screen so, yeah so. so i don't know uh but no i i would love to see a a spinoff specifically anna Darm's character uh I, I think that would just be fun 
stay in that universe for a little bit longer. Just don't, you don't have to have James Bond. See, see how it goes. So, um, but w- what else stood out to you about what? What did you think of the villain? The I don't really, I don't really care for him as an actor. Yeah, to be honest, he. Uh, I've seen him in three films now. I mean, obviously, he won for playing Freddie Mercury. I saw the little things with Denzel and Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. And then, and then this. I mean, he was he was fine, but I mean, he's not in any way an actor that I will go out of my way to to see. Yeah, like I feel like they they a lot of people thought they were going to be doing Doctor No with with him because he kind of looks like Doctor No, and they didn't. Um, and he he was underwhelming. I, I yeah, he, he was pretty pretty like he he had a good opening scene. In that flashback, uh, I thought that was pretty good. But then he, you know, he just doesn't really come around again for a while. So um, he spawned to kill himself. So I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, what else? I can't, can't think of. Did I were you were you also kind of confused by the the whole vi- the virus thing that they have, that which was you know it's a good thing they didn't release this back in April of 2020. Um, I'm pretty sure that's that's why it, it uh, got pushed back. Uh, so, like, I, I'm I'm sure that really had not not too much to do with it. I think they were just trying to make money. So, yeah. but but like the way it's presented in the movie is kind of presented in a way as if we're supposed to know what it what what it was beforehand like it was like in one of the previous bond movies but it wasn't oh i mean they just i mean the way that it's discussed is just you know that he was working on something and it got stolen i mean it's just it ends up being the uh completely drawn a blank on what i was what i was gonna say yeah but i mean it's just it's a it's a weapon that got out and i mean they they can do that for anything. They can just be like, oh yeah, we were working on this. And you know, it's we we see things that aren't or these characters are supposed to be living in a world where it's not just, you know, the movies. Yeah, that we no, and I know I, I I I actually liked I liked that they referenced this thing that they but the way it came off was I spent the movie thinking, was this like in Quantum of Solace? And I just don't remember. That that that's that's what it was was like for me um but i do appreciate that yeah bond that did other things that you didn't see but yeah i i, I think they could have just like tweaked it a little bit more um but yeah that's that's all i can think of off the top of my head for no time to die what what, what was your score for no time to die um i give this a b plus for sure uh, i'm right there i think i'm right there with you right there with you all right um, so no time to die the end of, the end of the craig verse and um, the crack verse. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for the main event. Time. <laughs> <made a> bit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's catching up. The whole gimmick of the show is we're talking about movies from 2011, you know, but we're going to be talking about the movie from 2021 that we're all super excited to finally see. So, yeah. Spoilers. If you're, if you're watching this or listening to this, there will be spoilers for this. I deleted all of my social media <laughs> that, that we're filming this on the 20th. Yeah. So last Monday... I deleted all social media off of my phone. And on Wednesday, I stopped getting on YouTube unless I specifically typed something into Google because I was terrified that I would get a thumbnail spoiling something for me. So if you're seeing this right now, spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, come on. Like, this this movie had the second biggest opening ever. Uh, Yeah, in in the middle. And the thing is, I mean, this is obviously like these numbers are not, you know, COVID times or anything or having to do with streaming. It's like all time. <laughs> so $253 million domestic week. Domestic. <laughs> if, if no one, anyone who wanted to see this movie saw the movie. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope that, I hope that they were able to. So. So, but, how, again, how, but again, I'm not going to be like, 
I, I think I've said one swear on this. I think I get like two or three on this. I'm not going to be the asshole who, you know, just flat out goes and spoils this movie for anybody. Yeah. That's, I mean, if I did get something spoiled for me for this movie via Twitter, but I mean, it obviously wasn't a, a big deal. It was for my girlfriend who was, you know, sitting next to me and she was like, oh man, that's really cool. They kind of, you know, uh, buried the lead a, a little bit ahead of time, but. So, t- yes. So I saw it Thursday night. Seven okay. showing at, at AMC. You saw it what time Saturday? Saturday at 3 p.m. at Fiesta Square. So okay. I saw it at the AMC as well. I, oh, so Fiesta Square. So yeah, this that's the same theater that I saw Spider-Man 3 in back okay. in 2007. So the first time we get a third Spider-Man entry in a, in a, in a series, saw in the same theater. Um, to much better outcome. I have a I have a quick funny story about Spider-Man 3 okay. and when I went to go see it at the movie theater because okay. I had no desire to see Spider-Man 3 because I could see in the trailers that this movie was going to be absolute garbage and I went <laughs> I was in high school at the time that came out in 07 right 06 yeah. or 07 07 okay so my senior year of high school I am doing what I'm doing now and just berating this movie and to the point where this one guy, uh, his name's Sam. I won't mention his last name, but he's he's gonna go see this movie later tonight. I'm just like, it's gonna be really bad, man. It's it's not gonna be good. And then some friends end up, you know, later on talking me into going to see this movie with them. They're they're going, and uh, they're like, please come. So I go. I buy my ticket. I turn around, and who do I see? It's literally Sam standing behind me. It's like, I thought you weren't going to see this movie. And I was just like, I got invited to see it with some friends. I sat next to Sam and probably halfway through the movie, Sam and I begin the Mystery Science Theater 3000, Spider-Man 3 on opening night in a packed theater. And no one is mad about it. <laughs> that, was not, that was not the case in this. Everyone loved this movie. There were yeah. instances where people were clapping, which oddly enough, going and watching like my, my MCU uh, film experiences in packed theaters, which that was amazing to do again, was being a, yeah. being a theater surrounded by people that are excited to watch a movie. It had I, been, I have, like, yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't been in a crowd this boisterous yeah. since Endgame. I, I mean, it didn't, obviously it didn't happen when I went to see Black Widow. Definitely didn't happen when I went to go see Eternals. Didn't happen when I went to see Shang-Chi. No. Crazy to think all that happened this year too. Yeah. But, I mean, there were instances in this movie where people were like cheering and yelling at the screen. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, Sp- Spider-Man tends to bring that out in people. And, I mean, obviously he brought people out in droves. But... I don't know. Are we, we going to get, get into some spoiler it, it, talk it, now? I mean, yeah. It, it, okay. It, it feels so, weird to talk. It feels weird to talk about it. So, it does. It does. I don't know when this is going to go up either. So um, I'll, try, I'll try to get it up as soon as possible. Um, um, it, this movie felt like a fever dream. It's okay. So everything that happens in this movie is like it's crazy. The movie's crazy. <laughs> the end of it, though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm walking out of the movie theater and all I'm talking to my girlfriend about is the Doctor Strange trailer at the end of it. And I'm just like, I literally just saw this movie that's the cap off of 20 like plus years of, uh, of Spider-Man movies. Yeah, 19 years, yeah. Yeah, of Spider-Man movies. And all I'm talking about is the next like MCU movie that's getting ready to come out. I'm just like, they don't even need to show me a trailer at this point. It's just like, just tell me when the movie's coming out and I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. And there's a 99% chance I'm going to love this movie. But the thing that got spoiled for me via Twitter was Charlie Cox was in the movie. Yeah. So when he well, showed yeah. up. Yeah, I had that spoiled via Twitter. Yeah, yeah. a month ago. My, a month my ago. Girlfriend didn't, my girlfriend didn't know. So when he showed up, like, I'm holding hands with her. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, clinching the hands and, and this, like, out of excitement. And that happened then. Um, I had the feeling that it definitely was going to be happening after. Are you watching Hawkeye? Yes. Yes. The, okay. Yes, we should, With yeah, we'll, the Kingpin and Donofrio showing up, I was just like, "Okay, this is this is this is great." So, 
that was that was awesome. All the villains. I mean, I didn't necessarily care for seeing the Sandman back. Yeah. Or, or seeing the lizard back. I mean, obviously, did, I know they why they're there. Like, they, didn't, they, didn't do, they didn't do anything. But, <laughs> man, but seeing Alfred Molina come back, like, Doc Ock was great in this. Willem Dafoe, like, just absolutely steals the show. They had not missed a step. No. Like, it's like they had stepped off the step, the, 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 the stage for both Spider-Man 1 and 2 and just, like, walked through a door it, onto the set of this movie. And just... Just so good. And then the other thing is, I mean, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin was the, the villain in one Spider-Man movie. I and mean, he, he was in two and three, but he's he's the bad guy in one movie. And then in this, they make him the ultimate heel Spider-Man villain of the entire franchise in, in a movie where there's five other villains. And another villain that I thought was fantastic was Jamie Foxx as Electro. Which, just, like, I mean, full disclosure, I, I, I never saw the second Amazing Spider-Man. Never, oh. never did. Uh, okay, so when we're, I want to talk about one thing because I feel like it's probably the biggest, for me, it was the biggest moment of the movie. Mm -hmm. But I thought he was great. It was nice to see him not in blue, and I liked, yeah. you know, the arc reactor being on him. Mm -hmm. I liked the redesign and just... I don't know. It, it, it honestly, it, the thing about this that made me happy again as a giant nerd who's been watching these movies forever is it just, it seemed like so many of these actors were getting closure. Yeah. And just getting like just a great send off. I mean, if this is, it's like Hugh Jackman with, with Logan, like, you know, saying, saying goodbye to a character and getting to say, saying goodbye in the, the right way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, and then uh, so are we gonna are we gonna get into the, the big stuff now? Like, so, this... so I I don't when Andrew Garfield shows up, my my crowd, <laughs> my my crowd went nuts. Like, but I I don't know if they were going nuts over Andrew Garfield or just going nuts over that you know over what was happening. Like it's confirmed, they're here. I they, think they went more nuts over Garfield showing up than McGuire showing up. Okay, I think I think rightfully so that they they should have been going nuts over Andrew Garfield because he he got a bad rap in in, in my opinion. If like we're ranking the Spider Man, like Tom Holland, like I think he's I think he's great. I don't care about Tobey Maguire. Like I loved him. Oh yeah, hey Tobey Maguire is in this movie too. Um, I, I, I liked Toby as the older Spider-Man in this. Yeah. But, I mean, people hold those first two Spider-Man movies in such high regard, and I don't. Like, I, they're, they're, good, they're good comic book films, and I, you know, Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe are both fantastic in them. But him and Kirsten Dunst do nothing for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel like they have the chemistry that Andrew Garfield and uh, Emma Stone had. I don't feel like they had the... Um, uh, oh my god, drawing a blank. <laughs> the chemistry that Zendaya and yeah, so it's just with that. But Andrew Garfield was just in two really bad Spider Man movies. Well, like, I actually rewatched three fourths of Amazing Spider Man uh, last Wednesday. Okay, then, then I got a huge headache and had to go to sleep, but um, but. Yeah, it, it was better than I remembered. Um, I, I don't, I don't, again, like I've only seen those movies once and I didn't hate them. Like I don't, I didn't have that reaction that I did to Spider-Man 3. Mm -hmm. And I thought he was a lot of fun to watch as, as Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Well, no, no, he's like, I think the, the cast for Amazing Spider-Man was incredible. Um, Like, yeah, Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone had incredible chemistry, but they were also dating at the time. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, the, their chemistry was palpable. Much, be much just, better, much better than Maguire's and Dunst's. Um, but I don't, I don't think the vibe and tone of the movie meshed well with the cast. Um, well, the other thing is too is that they were trying to make it different than the other ones. They're yeah. trying to make it different than the, the MCU stuff that was going on, and Sony didn't know what they they. Mm. Those movies were made so that Marvel wouldn't get the license, plain and simple, like, and. 
I mean, it was one of those things where obviously, you know, we can just look and look at all the movies that they had planned and they were just trying to catch up with Marvel at that yeah. point. They were just trying to make movies and it was just, you know, I'm sure there was an ungodly amount of studio interference in those. And that, that, like, it, this, this is, you know, after the, the Christopher Nolan trilogy. So it feels like it's, it feels like it's an answer to Dark Knight and yeah. also, also Twilight. So you got got to get this moody romance stuff in there, and it just it just clashes with what like what we talked about with Cowboys and Aliens is you got a great cast, and it just doesn't go. It just doesn't. You don't do with it what you, what seems logical, um, and it's just it's yeah it just it just doesn't stick. It, it's it is a combination. You you take Spider Man one. It's a rehash of basically Spider Man one. You take Spider-Man 2, but re- replace Doc Ock with the lizard character, with that doctor, and then you just mash them together. And that's what this movie was. Speaking of... Amazing, uh, Sp- just, Amazing Spider-Man, not, not No Way Home. Yeah, but <laughs> speaking of, you know, we're, you know, talking about, like, rehashing the origin, um, there's a big death in this as well. And I, I thought that that was... Well, one, when, when the glider hit her, I was yeah. just like... She's done. Like, I thought she was going to get impaled. I thought that was it. But then she gets up, and I'm just like, this isn't, like, she should be down. And then, you know, obviously they, they do that. But I like how in this, May is just straight up Uncle Ben yeah. for the MCU Tom Holland. I thought that was a nice spin on it. You know, obviously, like, I don't, I can't even necessarily remember if they acknowledge Uncle Ben. And, he's never, he's and- never been named. Like, okay, so I don't, I don't I mean, think they've name dropped him like okay. at all. So that, I mean, that's that's a thing as well, and it's just I thought I thought that was very well done. I think and what, all what, of the what, what like I think a lot of people have noted it is like the, May May died like of as a result of stuff that she encouraged. This what this wasn't uh, Peter rebelling against Uncle Ben or anything like that. It's like she she encouraged. Peter to help these people yeah and it came back and bit them um so i i like that that's different than the previous two um incarnations of of this series is that it, this wasn't the result of of peter lashing out uh, at uncle ben this is this is a result of them both trying to work towards something and it just backfired i i completely agree with that it, it is nice and and refreshing and on top of that too like with um tom holland's uh peter just like the growth that we've seen for this character i mean obviously you know at at the end of the movie i'm very excited to see you know street level spider-man again like i liked how they you know knocked him down but just the arc and all of the, the character points, I feel like, you know, we discussed with Cowboys and Aliens, they didn't feel earned. I feel like so much of this movie is earned. But on top of that, that might also be the fact that it's paying off, you know, 20 years of movies. Yeah, like so, people have been saying it. Sp- the first Spider-Man movie is now the first MCU movie. Yeah, until, uh, until you know, the Doctor Strange movie, in which case, you know, I'm, maybe we'll see Wesley Snipes. Then we can have Blade be the first one. Um, no, it's just, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that what we got to see. I loved the interaction with all three of them. Well, uh, that my fear with this movie was that they would just swoop in at the final battle. Yeah, you know, and they, you, I remember you saying that about the, the villains as well. And I mean, like, I feel, I mean, you know, obviously Clint Marco got to talk a little bit more I was kind of curious, like, why he couldn't turn back into, like, human form and why he was, you know, sand the entire time. But yeah. it was nice that, you know, like, all the villains pretty much, you know, got to got to talk as well. Um, the But I just, there was just some great funny parts in this. Where it's like, I, where, you know, the where they're talking about all the villains that they fought. Yes. And he's just like, I fought a, you know, alien, a black goo from space. And I want to find an alien. I, like, yeah, and then and then uh, Tobey Maguire, you know, telling him to say like, "I want you to like, you're amazing." Like, I want to hear you say like, "You're amazing." I thought that was that was funny. The the bit where it's like Spider Man one, two, and three. It's like obviously like that's a meta thing on like how people rank 
ranked them like no, I, I, I love the like, I'm number three, three I know Spider-Man Spider-Man yeah. Peter three <laughs> yeah. and uh I had a friend had a friend message me and he was like there were I was expecting a lot from this movie but what I wasn't expecting was for Andrew Garfield to be my favorite Spider-Man no he stole it he straight up stole that movie so what with this if they're I don't want Sony to put to touch Tom Holland at this point. I know we were discussing this. Yeah. If they're going for me, this is me being like fanboy. I don't know theories. It's things that we can do because we have our own platform right now. But I hope that Andrew Garfield goes in and he's the Spider-Man for the Sony movies. Yeah. If, if they're gonna, if they're gonna move forward, they're gonna have Spider-Man in that. That's that's what I hope because he was he was so good in this um, movie and we're obviously it's not gonna be a big deal for you probably since you didn't see um, Spider Man two but they mention it but for me the scene in this movie like the best scene and it's up there with best things I've seen in comic book movies is when Green Goblin shows up Mary Jane goes off the ledge yeah Tom Holland goes to save her he gets taken out and Andrew Garfield makes the save. Mm-hmm. Like, like just yeah i mean i teared up my girlfriend teared up and it's just like ah yeah i haven't yeah i haven't seen amazing spider-man 2 but i know that gwen stacy died because of he wasn't able to catch her yeah so i did i, did, I still appreciated it um it, and it, it's like he like i liked it that um he, he asked mj are you okay <laughs> and she goes yeah are, are you okay and he's clearly not okay yeah no um but um, that that being like such a such a big deal for him, and I, man, just that I'm, I'm I'm like I'm going through like yeah, think think about all this again with with Willem Dafoe. Like we're talking about like who stole the movie, and it's just like you have Andrew Garfield on like the good guy side, and you have Alvin Molina just absolutely killing it. Also, geek side note: I know that there were three Spider Men that were that we got to see. In the comic books, Doc Ock becomes Spider-Man at some point, and when he teamed I'm sorry, up with, what? <laughs> yeah, he goes, he takes uh takes over Peter's body and becomes the superior Spider-Man. Oh, I think I, yeah, I think I, I remember hearing yeah. that. Okay. So technically, in like comic book version, we had four Spider-Man teaming up to fight the bad guy. <laughs> so hey, cool. Uh, that was that was me geeking out. But uh, Willem Dafoe was so good in this, and I loved the fight scenes that he had with Peter. The bit where like. Peter's just on top of him, punching him in the hallway, and he's just laughing. It's a very like, Joker. It's a very Joker he, thing. It's just him, him being able to like switch on a dime is terrifying. The like when the spider sense is going on, yeah. and they're walking into the room, he's like, What's what's up? And you know, he webs his hand and it's just like it's oh man, it's primal fear. It's that Edward Norton, you know, bit just it's great and then the end uh i thought you know the fight scene and then toby stops him from from Merkin and the goblin like i'm i'm really glad they ditched uh green goblin not having the mask because william defoe has a terrifying face he does like that that, that might have been like one of the best creative decisions they made on this movie get rid of that mask mm-hmm. um because yeah it's he like again he, he did not miss a step like it, it was 2002 for, for for all intents and purposes yeah um and yeah he, he yeah for the villains he killed it and then yeah andrew garfield absolutely stole it um I, and i really like think about it, like you, you talked about closure like and we both would like to see andrew garfield get an amazing spider-man 3 with the multiverse we can get that now yeah, and I I think audiences won't be confused. We'll get it. Um, I think that's that's another thing that's so crazy about all of this now is they've made it to be like, yeah, all this happened. Like all like all this can be connected, and and some of it all strings together. Some of it is over here, but we're and this could have been super convoluted and not made like any lick of sense to you know yeah. an, an outside person but if they're just like if somebody's like oh hey they're, they're tying all of this together i i think they did a really 
great job with it. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't I, even I, talked about Cumberbatch. Yeah, I mean, like he's in the movie, I guess. Whatever. Uh. <laughs> and I mean, he's hell, man. Like that Doctor Strange two second post credit scene, like yeah, amazing. Like I'm so pumped that that thing might have well been called. Uh, I hope you have your Disney Plus subscription. So. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it but it's weird because like i've only seen the first doctor strange movie once okay. I, I did not like it really at all really? it just felt like an iron man warmed over really i thought uh, it had some i thought it had some very good action set pieces which borrowed very heavily from you know inception which we got to see a little bit in in this movie as well yeah yeah um i think that's just a problem with where we were at in the MCU at the time, where we didn't necessarily care about origin films. We just, but I mean, every subsequent thing that we've seen him in, he I was, very he wasn't the main character. He, he was like a side supporting character, mm-hmm. kind of like inc- the, the way the Incredible Hulk's used. Yeah. He, he hasn't had a solo film since 08. Um, but I, but I, does anybody have a solo movie anymore at this point? Yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's called this. It's called, you know, Captain America Civil War. Everybody's in it. You know, it's, yeah. I, I mean, Wanda's in this next one. I'm sure we're going to see an ungodly amount of, you know, cameos probably from other Fox properties at this point. Well, well um, apparently part, part of the reshoots that they've been doing yeah. in that movie have been in response to Spider-Man and Loki. So, um who yeah who who knows what we're gonna see when this when this movie comes out in i bet we see an australian playing a canadian (laughs) that'd be something yeah um but if that's that's my bet right now like that's that's who i who i'd say we'd see um (laughs) i think we fight to see both uh human torches So Mike, Mike, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan and Chris Evans. Yes, <laughs> the giant storm. Um, no, it was it was great. And then on top of that, I didn't see Venom two. I don't know if I will see Venom two, but I did see the post credit scene of uh, Venom two. Yeah, and I absolutely loved the post credit, the first post credit scene in this. <laughs> I I was so worried what they were going to do because I, I'm, I'm a comic book geek and Venom and its origin has so much to do with the relationship with Peter and Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, Tom Hardy's um, Eddie Brock has no connection whatsoever to Peter. So the way that they were able to get the symbiote into the MCU and not, you know, like crap on tom hardy's venom yeah i thought was so good and just so smart the hive mind mm-hmm. that, that that's how they, they got him in because that's how the, the the only way this works is because of spider-man 3 and because topher grace's character knew peter parker was spider-man so any 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 blew up any blew up <laughs> I just like that. Like, Venom can't 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 even show up for the fight because he's he, he's busy getting drunk in a bar in in Mexico. <laughs> Why not? Why not? So I I, I like the Venom's voice going. We are drunk. <laughs> no, he he was telling Eddie that he was drunk. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> no, it's it's a lot of fun. I. I'm curious when I will see it again. Probably when it drops on on Disney Plus. I doubt I go to the movie theater to see it again, but I, I want to see it one more time in theaters at least. So, but it's it's a definite A plus for me on this. I thought that they that's, that's I, I thought they knocked it out of the park, and I got so <laughs> stupid excited when I saw that new Spider Man suit. That's you know just the classic. Uh, like street, I'm, I'm excited to see street level, you know, Spider Man again. I'm 
I'm curious to see where where all of this goes. Well, well think about it. We we got a long con origin story in a in a way. Yeah. Three three movies to get to the point. Well, it's finally out of high school. So uh, <laughs> yeah. so like I really liked one thing I liked about the di- dynamic of the three Spider-Man. It was it it showed you how different these Spider-Man are. Um like like uh Tobey Maguire's got to be the 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 older brother or even father if you want to say 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 that in, in it um it, it showed you like his Spider-Man he's older he he's kind of removed from all of the events that we that we saw in those first three movies um but then you get Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man who's still who's still grappling emotionally with the stuff that he he experienced and it's still tearing him up and then you get uh tom holland andrew garfield's spider-man is better than christian bale's batman because despite losing the love of his life he didn't stop being spider-man but he stopped pulling his punches it's okay <laughs> uh, but 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 then you get like Tom Holland's who who who's experiencing the worst thing in his life so far, and I and I liked that this is the moment where you bring those two characters, those two other Spider Man in, uh, to to you, you kind of get uh Garfield Spider Man who's kind of like a ca- cautionary character, ca- a cautionary tale in, in a to in a degree, and then you get Tobey Maguire who, who's been right there where Tom Holland has been, where he wants to kill Green Goblin, uh, and he comes close to it, um, and then he's the one who, who keeps him from impaling him with his glider, which which was how he died in the first movie. Yeah. Um, so I thought there were so many good parallels with what was going on with those characters. Like th- their time together is therapy for all of them. It w- with Toby's to a lesser extent. Well, he's the cool youth pastor. The cool youth pastor. <laughs> but I, um, I just like that they, they they all, to a degree, needed each other at that specific moment. Yes. That's what I really, really liked. Um, uh, like, An- A- Andrews Garfield's going, guys, I love you guys. Thank like, you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they... This this is the only time they've ever gotten to experience time with people who know exactly what they're going through, ever. Um, and so I really, re- I think they really conveyed that very well. Did a very good job. I just like I said, man, A plus. And another bit just popped into my head the the bit with Andrew Garfield and Jamie Fox, where he was just like, you know. You're from Queens. You're helping out poor people. It's just, you know, I thought you'd be black. Just, just keep teasing Miles. Just keep teasing live action, live action Miles. <laughs> I'm pumped for the next, you know, Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse film, which honestly, if that movie hadn't done what it did, I doubt we'd be getting this version that we just got. So. I don't know. Um, that, what year did that come out? That came out. 20, that came. 18? Is that 18? Yeah, 2018. I don't know because into the Spider Verse. Yeah, 18. Yeah, 18. So that came out 18, and then you have two years later in oh no, the next year 2019, you have Far From Home come out, which for you know furthered the the whole multiverse yeah concept. Um, and then you you briefly have that scare after that movie comes out where. Oh, Sony and Mar and Marvel—they're—they're they're not gonna cooperate anymore. And then Tom Holland swooped in and saved the day. <laughs> this is what's gonna happen: is as long as they keep making money, they'll figure out something. They'll—they'll they'll yeah. figure out some way to make it work. Because the thing is that Sony by themselves are not making the money that you know Marvel's making with this. So, so you, you talked about uh, street level. We're, we're getting that that version of Spider-Man at some point. Uh, we've been getting another street-level hero 
uh, for the last month or so on Disney Plus in Hawkeye. Um, and is recording this. We're two days out from the season finale or series finale, whichever, uh, of that show. And last week, we, we, we got a big reveal. So we, we, we got a big reveal on Hawkeye on Wednesday. And Thursday night, we get the other big reveal <laughs> related to the Netflix Marvel era with with, uh, Char- with Charlie Cox's version of Matt Murdock. But, yeah. So on Wednesday night, we got Kingpin, finally. Um, I, I kind of knew it was coming. I mean, Echo is, you know, a, starts off as a daredevil villain, has the relationship with with the Kingpin. I just didn't know if they were going to necessarily reveal it yeah. this, you know, right now, but because we do have the Echo show coming. But man, I know I, we've, we've talked about it on here before. Uh, I know you think that they're too long, but yeah, like, I, I love the Daredevil show. Um, and my, I know I'm behind a, or in front of a bunch of pops right now, but uh, <laughs> my my holy grail of like collecting stuff right now, and it's like the last thing that I will ever get rid of if I ever have to part with stuff is the the Frank Miller Daredevil run. I have all the issues of that. So yeah, I'm, I'm beyond excited to see Kingpin and Daredevil back in the MCU. And actually, like, in the MCU and not just on Netflix, so. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I thought the, the, the seasons were too long, but I still thought the the casting was exceptional and the direction of the shows were great. So, I like, the unfortunate thing about the, the Marvel's TV shows that were being produced at the time is that they teased that they were, you know, in, this, in the same universe as the movies, but it, you never really got concrete inclusion and we and it took until last week for that to happen and i was you know you you get these hints you get these teases that kingpin's gonna be around but i I was just like holding out like i'll I'll, when it happens it happens then i'll believe it yeah and then then they they showed that that picture on the phone or whatever of kingpin and uh kate bishop's mom so I, I was fearful that it's, it's only a six episode season. Um, so I was fearful that like we wouldn't even get confirmation until the, the last episode. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm glad at least we got it before one episode before I'll take that. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that the, the final episode's like an extended one um, so that we get some meaty stuff well we'll get we'll get something we'll probably get some kind of cliffhanger or just a lead into echo or probably something that says you know hawkeye will return in season two um but i don't know i'm just i'm excited and then you know that's coming to an end and then the following week we get the book of boba yeah so i mean it's it's a it's a good time to be a geek and have a disney plus subscription oh yeah so, like, what, one thing, the, the last shot we see from Spider-Man no, Spider-Man no Way Home is him swinging through New York at Christmas time, and he swings past, uh, I think, I think it's 30, 30 Rock, Rockefeller Plaza, where there's the ice rink and a giant tree. We, we could potentially see Tom Holland show up in, in Hawkeye at the end of this thing, so. I, I mean, ah, wouldn't that be something? Give me Hawkeye. Spider-Man, Kate Bishop, Daredevil, all lined up. And then just say season two. <laughs> all I need. Well, it's it, it, I, I'm curious how they will, like like you said, we, we, we got Echo coming out. So I'm sure that there, there, yeah, there will be some carryover uh, to that. I'm curious if you know, we got Matt Murdock introduced on Spider-Man, if they use, like we said, the season finale of Hawkeye to introduce Daredevil himself. If we, going forward, wouldn't be something, if the way that character is presented, it's presented in a way where, while we, while we know that Matt Murdock is Matt Murdock and Daredevil, if it's presented in a way where we never that's never actually acknowledged it so you, you keep see, you keep seeing matt murdoch like on she-hulk 
in his lawyer role, and then you see Daredevil like on Echo or something like that. You never you never see them acknowledge that they're the same person. It, it could definitely happen. So I, I I would I would I would hope that we do just get to see more just Charlie Cox just showing up playing playing that character. So well, well like the, were you okay with like with them like just kind of like just getting rid of the Spider-Man under arrest for allegedly murdering yes Mysterio. I'm perfectly fine with that just, just like that like I'm a really good lawyer <laughs> like, yeah. Ooh, just done just done <laughs> yeah straight <laughs> I mean if there's one if there's one thing that I've learned watching MCU, MCU movies it's that that fixes everything <laughs> just get it done just get it done so, so, so what, what have you thought of Hawkeye so far I've really enjoyed it I've really enjoyed it um it's heavily based on the Matt Fraction run. Yeah. And that was one of the first things that I talked with my girlfriend about when we first started talking was, was comics and, and that run. And that was one of her favorite runs. So it's a lot of fun watching it with her and seeing her like geek out about it. I'm getting I'll probably, probably a lot more out of, you know, seeing her enjoy it as much as she is than, mm-hmm. than I am, um, than I would have not watched it with her. But I, don't know, I I think that they've got really good chemistry. I uh, cannot remember her name right now. The new yeah. Black Widow. Yeah. I thought, she, I thought she was great in the last episode. I hope she does not lose the accents. I thought her and Kate Bishop had great chemistry together. I don't know. I'm just, it's crazy for me going back and thinking of like when I left Endgame and just being like, I'm, they don't need to do anything else. Like they've, they've stuck this landing. And then now all the stuff that they've got going moving forward and how good everything's been up to this point, I'm just like, I'm wondering really what it's going to take to like stop this wheel and all this momentum <laughs> that Marvel has right now. It, it's, it's insane. Like this has been just an incredible year for Marvel, really just content, not yeah. quality, not quality wise, but just a lot of content. Um, I'd say, I'd say quality wise as well. I mean, they've, I mean, it wasn't, they didn't have TV shows before this. And they've, I mean, we got WandaVision. Um, well, I, was, I guess I was specifically saying movie-wise. Okay, um, but I mean, the, yeah. the, the movies have been good. I think, I think you know, as far as just like standalone movies, I think Shang-Chi is one of the better MCU films. It was good. Like, yeah. and like just, I mean, if we're talking straight origin, doesn't have a, you know, other, you know, superheroes showing up or anything. I think it's, it's right up there and i mean i didn't necessarily care for black widow i think that's close to the bottom i feel like eternals is gets a really bad rap and then you know one of the strongest mcu films of all time is how you cap off the year along with have what have been four really good shows in my opinion so but now, now yeah now we get an avalanche of star wars content <laughs> starting next week which yep. I, like I, I read one story i think it was from the hollywood reporter saying that most of the footage you're seeing in the, these trailers and tv spots for boba fett is really just from like the opening minutes of the first I, I believe it i mean the, oh. they did the same thing with mandalorian i think most of the shots we got were what the first two episodes for the second season when are we in the third season you're the when, when's when's um, season three happening? If anything, probably second half of next year. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, we're getting Boba Fett, and that'll take us through February, maybe maybe the first week of February, if I had to guess. And then I, I think we're getting Obi-Wan after that. I think that's coming out in, like, May. Okay. Um, and then we got to get the Andor series at some point. So, but we we don't hear anything about that. Um, but uh, okay. Uh, all right. So the we we got one email. Aaron, we got an email. We got all an right. email. Uh, from our our, our our mutual friend, uh, Mason Delucci. What's going on, Mason? Uh, so our yeah our first our first email. Uh, he says, "Hey, Daniel Aaron." 
Eric, Daniel Nairn, big fan of the podcast. It's really nice going back down memory lane and revisiting a lot of the movies I have only seen once in theaters 10 years ago. So it's been a nice refresher watching them. In regards to Captain America, which was our last episode, one thing I would have absolutely loved to see is when they finally introduced the X-Men in the MCU, how cool it would be if there was a short flashback sequence and it showed Cap and Wolverine fighting in World War II or Cap meeting Magneto in the 1940s since we know they were all around in that time. In the scene where Captain Rogers first gets the super soldier serum, he takes off running barefoot after the Hydra agent. I learned that he wasn't actually barefoot, but in flesh-colored shoes. I don't know why, but that really makes me laugh. I'm watching Cowboys and Aliens tonight. The only thing I can tell you about this movie is that Harrison Ford and Daniel Craig are in it. So it's kind of like watching again for the first time. I love the podcast and look forward to you guys never catching up. Never catching up. <laughs> this, this needs to continue for the rest of my life. Thanks again, fellas. Love, Mason. So, Mason, thanks for writing in. So, um, man, the the flesh colored shoes it's very unsettling. Um, <laughs> I don't. The they've always talked about you know the Wolverine um, and and Cap how how cool that'd be if we got to see that in a film. I don't know if we will. I think we could possibly get that as a what if later on, especially when they introduce them. But I feel like they could des- definitely bring Chris Evans back to show him, like, in the concentration camp, getting um, Magneto out. That's even if that's even if they don't change the origin for Magneto, because at this point, how old would Magneto have to be to still be alive? I yeah. mean, it's at this point they might they might change up the origin of uh, of Magneto when in X Men Origins Wolverine during their opening montage credits that showed the best part of the movie yeah the the absolute best part of the movie did did it include a world war ii yes they're at d-day yeah that's what i thought okay okay yeah i I haven't seen that movie since 2009 so but um but i do remember that the opening credits were the absolute oh it's so good coolest part of the movie um that should have been the movie (laughs) so it's all it's all downhill from there. Uh, Liv Shriver is that his name? Guy yeah. played Saber Tooth. Yeah, yeah. He was the highlight of that movie. So, so, all right. So that that has been our discussion of Cowboys and Aliens, No Time to Die, uh, and um, Spider Man No Way Home. Just the the biggest two movies of the year. Um, don't don't really have time to do new news. Um, oh. So this because this was a jam-packed episode. So our next episode, we're we're entering new territory for me. Uh, our next episode will be over Rise of the Planet of the Apes. All right. Um, that is a movie I have not seen. Okay, I'm all. I'm excited about this. So we're 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 literally in new territories. So. I I have not seen. I saw this movie once at the movie theater. Okay. And then. Um, I think this is like one of the the beginning of a really good trilogy that they did. But I went to watch it a couple of years ago and my girlfriend at the time had a really big problem with the, that, that animal abuse in it and, and couldn't watch all of it. So I've only seen like the first half. And Draco oh. Malfoy being a dick. So, <laughs> but no, it's, it's good. I, I'm very curious to see how the, the CGI ages in this, okay. you know. But I'm also very curious to see what your opinions are, having never seen it. And then, but yeah, guys, thank you for uh, checking this out. I'm, this is this is all new to me, despite you know last year this being the way that a lot of people talked. This is my first time doing a uh, a Skype session. So Zoom Zoom yeah. session Zoom session. Yeah, oh Zoom. See, I don't even know. I don't like. I'm I'm the old <laughs> guy. I don't even know what all this is or how this is all set up. So. Thank you all for, you know, again, being patient with us. I, it's crazy right now with with the holidays and then, you know, trying to catch up on, again, just catching up on things. Um, but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to all of this. I hope you guys have an absolutely amazing Christmas and New Year, whatever you whatever you celebrate. I'm sorry, I'm still that guy who says Merry Christmas. But, you know, just hope you guys are all doing well thank you for supporting this and checking out what daniel and i are doing and uh hope you continue this journey with us into 
2022 and beyond. And I uh, hope you guys have a great end of the year and a great start to 2022. Well, yeah, you, you can get, you can find me at Dale McFadden on Twitter. You can find uh-huh. this, this guy pointing up at ABC Cohorst with the B standing for Bernard. Which Bernard, that's I found, right. Which I found out today because of Zoom. You did find out today. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you can email us just like Mason did at uh, catchuppodcast2011 at gmail.com. That's a mouthful, but it's what was available. Um, <laughs> and again, our next movie is on Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And as we mentioned earlier, we are also doing doing episodes dedicated to TV shows, Person of Interest, and the first season, or the first seasons of Person of Interest and Game of Thrones. How far are you into Person of Interest, Aaron? Um, I haven't started it, so. Oh, I, I'm on like episode 18. So oh, there you go. I, I'm, I'm, watching, I'm watching Community right now okay. with, with, with my girlfriend, so that's, that's what we've been starting. And, um, and then also, I got her watching Sons of Anarchy again, which is which is my favorite show. So okay. we're on season three of that at the moment. I think person of interest is going to be one that I'm going to have to like sneak, sneak away on, uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays okay. when, when she's at work. So, so if, it, it, you'll, I think you'll dig it once you start, start getting, I'm, I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to watching it for sure. So, all right. But this has been the latest episode of catching up with Aaron and Daniel. I'm Daniel. I'm Aaron. And thank you for catching up with us. See you next time.